know you played that because those are the incredible tones of Kevin Harlan, not because James Harden dropped 45 in that particular moment in time for the 76ers, even though Ben Kenny boasting from Philadelphia, PA. Tough to say. Yeah. Welcome to the program. And the final hour, 877-867-1670. You can find us. Hit us up on Twitter, at Bill underscore Michaels. At Bill underscore Michaels. At Ben Z. Kenny over on Twitter. Instagram, it's simple. The Bill Michaels Show. Same thing over on Facebook for the Facebook fan page. Subscribe for free on YouTube and Twitch TV. And when we go on the air, it'll pop right up. Uh, That's simply Bill Michaels Show. So YouTube.com slash Bill Michaels Show. Boop. Click subscribe, like, and we certainly appreciate it. Same thing on Twitch TV. Email the program, thebillmichaels at gmail.com. The website is thebillmichaels.com. If you want to listen to the program anywhere and everywhere, if you're outside of the area, or if, say, by chance, one of the stations goes to Brewers Baseball or has a different type of game on or an event or something going on, you can always listen to us on the app. Download it, W-O-Z-N, The Zone, The Zone Madison app. You can find us there. You can listen to the program after the fact each and every day. If you want to take us for a run, take us for a jog, work out uh, on your tractor as you cruise around your yard or out in your field, whatever it happens to be, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, and Google Podcasts as well. So there you go. Um, I can play the, it again if you want. The, sure. The go audio. ahead, Ben. Bask in your glory, man. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, no, I actually I have it. to pull it up again. Now I'll okay. save everybody from it. So I'm listening. What a game. Uh, uh, I, I'm listening to Vince Carter, and I'm listening to Jay Williams and Tim Legler and the gang this morning are talking about the NBA. And a lot of anticipation tonight for the game between the Lakers and the Warriors, okay? So LeBron's got part of a legacy riding on all of this. What can he do? How far can he take this team? First year with Darvin Ham as the head coach, yada, yada, yada. Then it's Steph Curry. This team was pretty much down and out. Uh, Steph Curry and company have kind of brought them back. They weren't able to win on the road. They won on the road. They're doing anything and everything they possibly can to uh, to sustain and possibly get hot and win another championship. So they started through the started going through the, the greatest players in the NBA, and LeBron's name obviously is in that top five list. Then the discussion went to Steph Curry and what he's done for Golden State. And the way he plays, and he can hit from inside. He was taking the ball to the hoop. He can hit from anywhere and everywhere on the court, half court, whatever it happens to be. So what happens if they win a championship and what Steph Curry has done to elevate his team? So that's a discussion for it in and of itself. Greatest player in the NBA, whatever. The discussion then went to the, the greatest player in the NBA today. And I kept waiting. I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, you know, Giannis is not in it, but, you know, what do you – what do you, you know, where would you rank him? They never mentioned his name until, and I think it was Jay Williams that started on this path and then everybody started to chime in, was Giannis, they, they won a championship. And, and some believe, and Vince Carter believes, they won it in spite of Coach Budenholzer. But when they, they got to the greatest players, the qualities that they started to map these guys out with was the guy that elevates his team, the guy that will not be denied, and they brought up something that I brought up. And I said, look, I Giannis is an unbelievable player and deserving of every accolade he's ever received. This particular year, and as we saw in the bubble, Jimmy Butler elevated his team 
He threw that team on his back and said, we will not be denied. Steph Curry still playing. We will not be denied. You know, you look at some of these guys in the NBA right now that said, we're not going to be denied. We're not going away. We've got the experience. We've got the know-how. And, and jump on my back. I'm going to I'm gonna drag us across the finish line. LeBron can't do it the way he used to do it. He can do it here and there, but he doesn't do it on the consistent anymore, although he's playing some pretty good basketball right now. And you know me. I'm not a big LeBron fan anyway. But they said, look, Giannis hurt back. Yeah, you understand it, you know, and how that might have hampered him. And I, I agree. I, I want to look at this and say, yeah, you know, Giannis was banged up, and I want to make all the excuses in the world. I really do. But this particular year, I, you know, I, I think to say, philosophically speaking, this wasn't a failure. It's, a, it's building blocks. And almost verbatim saying something that he had either heard or the same mentality of Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant said the same thing, that, you know, they're not failures. You learn from your, you know, you learn from, you know, not getting to the point that you want to get. You learn from not winning a championship. But every step you take is a building block towards working back towards a championship. It's not a failure. It's what you do with the experience. Okay. But when you're the best team in the NBA and the betting money, you're one of the top three teams as far as betting money goes when it comes to winning a championship. And not only do you falter, but you falter in round one. I'm sorry, but you got to say to win a championship, you failed. As a team, you failed. Now, the question then becomes, when you look at a guy like Steph, you look at LeBron, you look at, you know, Joel Embiid, who's an MVP this year, you look at, you know, say, John Morant and what he did for the Memphis Grizzlies. You look at some of these other guys. Where does Giannis rank? Where does Giannis rank? And then if you say, well, Giannis did everything he could, okay, I, I can go along with that. Then my next question would be, where does Middleton rank? Holiday rank? To a certain extent, say a guy like Brooke Lopez, who I thought Brooke Lopez, I thought he played tremendously. He played his ass off. He had one of his best seasons ever, in my opinion. But you go back to the year that COVID hit and the bubble and the marches and walking off the court in the bubble, refusing to play with everything that was going on with George Floyd up in Minnesota. And then they bounced back and they won a championship. But that opportunity went by the wayside and the distraction became prevalent in the bubble. So I don't think it was just Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat, but I think there was a lot of other stuff going on. Okay, I can even go with that. But where does Giannis rank in that level of, I'm going to throw you on my back and we will not be denied? Now, Joel Embiid was out last night, and the Sixers stole one from the Celtics. You know, Marcus Smart was a guy like that for a while, that Marcus Smart was leading his team. Booker. Same thing. You know, KD has done that, but they're not winning. They're not winning championships. So I don't necessarily say that Giannis can't get there because he's not that leader. Jimmy Butler 
he he's he's probably doing more with less around him than anybody. But in that grand scheme, where where's where's Giannis? You got Steph, LeBron, Joel, Butler, Embiid. You know, you start to go through that list. Where does Giannis fit in? Ben, where would you where would you where would you put Giannis in all of that? Because I'll say this, you don't even have a Bucks hope if Giannis is not on the court. So you gotta put him in there. I don't you can't know. knock him. Basketball's hard because I like Steph is amazing, but how much defense can he play if he's that size? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. LeBron's right. old. So how much should we expect from him at this age? Uh, and Giannis, as great as he is, clearly has flaws. Like, he's not taking a, a step-back three to win a basketball game. And right. sometimes the free-throw shooting becomes a hindrance late in games as well. Exactly. So, I I, I don't know. He, he has flaws. Uh, clearly, there was a lot more going on aside from just him. Like, he was hurt. The rest of the team stunk. Like, towards the end of that Heat series, while you rely on Giannis to go win it, him and Brooke Lopez were the only two guys that showed up for the back half of that series. The rest mm-hmm. of the team sucked. So I I have trouble with the comparison because everybody's in a different situation. Uh, everyone brings something different to the table when it comes to comparing who's better or who's in a better spot. But I, what Jimmy Butler's doing is amazing. Can a big man that does not shoot well from the free throw line and does not shoot well beyond the arc be expected to carry a team the way a guy like Steph does or LeBron does or KD does? Because I don't even think Joel Embiid can be that guy. You would almost have to look at a guy like the performance Harden gave you last night. But Harden Harden will show up and give you 50, and the next night he'll give you 16. So he's not consistent. Steph's consistent. LeBron's been consistent for the most part throughout his career. Can a big man that does not shoot the three and give you the daggers but has a strong inside game but can be stopped via the wall as once put together by one Nick Nurse, can can he be the guy? And I, I agree with you. It's, it's a lot of... A lot of conjecture. It's it's very you know on what you look to be somebody to carry a team. But I'll say this: you don't get there. You don't even have a shot if you don't have Giannis. By the way, last night it was a homeless night at the uh, in the gardens uh, between the uh, between the Seventy Sixers and the Celtics because not only. Did James Harden walk in with pants that he looked like he found out at Goodwill that were 10 sizes too big? Did you see Joel Embiid's hoodie? Yeah. Yeah. It, it was all it. torn up. Uh, it was all torn up. That's fashion, Bill. It's kind of like uh, they found it uh, being drugged behind a car. No, that's what the kids these days wear. Right. So I'm told. Uh, you know what? I've got pants. I've got jeans that are like that. Well, there you go. I, I'm right there. I get it. I just don't know that I'd be wearing it sitting on the bench on national TV. I'd like to think that I'm a little bit classier than that, than looking like I'm a homeless person who happens to be getting courtside seats to a to a, to a, a basketball game. 
Just throwing it out there. It's not as ridiculous as what people wore to the Met Gala last <laughs> night. Like, if you really want to talk about oh, something, that's God. something. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's ridiculous. The story, luckily, was not the fact Harden slapped his friend in Vegas two days ago, nor what he was wearing. It was the fact that he put up 45 on, on Marcus Smart's head last night. Had he, Met not, Gala, though. had he not dropped 45 in the Philadelphia 76ers win last night, we would have been talking about what a clown Harden was. Oh, if if he had done anything except for what he did, they would have lost. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, he would have been ripped endlessly because right. he was in Vegas four days ago. But, hey, that's what he needs to get going. So I hope he goes back to Vegas today before game two tomorrow. Yeah. Get your mind right. Go to the strip clubs. Jay, Call, Jay Qual says, where's Jimmy Butler's ring? It, it, that's, not a, that's not what we're talking about, though. Specifically, I mean, because I just got to think, Jimmy Butler's done more with less. He's done more with less talent around him to get his team farther than 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 damn near anybody that's got a talented team. That's my point. When you look at somebody who says, we will not be denied, I'm going to throw you on my back, the bottom line is it has been Jimmy Butler, period. What Steph Curry has done, it's been Steph, period. LeBron, I mean – Anthony Davis is, he's only a fart away from falling over with a bad knee or a bad ankle. And he shows up sometimes, but he's not consistent. What you're looking for is that consistency. That's all my point is. I'm not saying that I think Giannis is out of the top five. As a matter of fact, I think he's probably top two or three because the Bucks don't even have a shot without Giannis. But I'm just giving you what nationally, perspective-wise, when it comes down to it and teams need to have somebody step up in the postseason, this particular postseason who has stepped up. It's been it's been the been the superstars. It's been Steph. It's been LeBron. It's not about the rings. Get the rings out of your head. Get the rings out of your head. It's not about the rings. I'm talking about right now in this postseason what the discussion was. Because they, they don't win a championship without LeBron a couple years ago. But it's not about the rings. Quit, quit giving the comparison via rings. I'm talking about Jimmy Butler kicked the Bucks' ass. Steph Curry willed his team across the finish line and put them into the next round. LeBron did the same for his. The superstars stepped up. That's what I'm talking about. By the way, Jimmy Butler with the ankle injury going down at the uh, at the gardens. Is it an ankle or a tailbone, Ben? I thought it was an ankle injury. It's an ankle. He rolled his ankle. That's what I thought. Apparently, he injury. did shoot around today and should play tonight. There you go. Tough, uh, Matthew, sit. tough go couple days for New York and Boston. Uh, New York has their Rangers right? eliminated by the uh, Devils, as owned by Josh Harris. Oh, who, yeah. The Devils last night, they go four to nothing on the Rangers. It wasn't even much of a game. And you talk about a heated rivalry between those two teams. Holy mackerel. And the Devils got the best of them, beat them in seven. And then obviously Boston last night. Not only did the Boston Bruins lose, That's what which I'm they had the best. Yeah, the Boston Bruins, they lost and, and shocked everybody via that series loss. Hate to see it. And, and then. You know, and then you've yeah, and then you've got now you know uh, the Boston Celtics down one game to nothing. I'm not you know if I'm a Boston Celtics fan, I'm not panicking. You know, I mean, 
the, the, I mean, I know the the four letter network likes to run wild and go, what about this? This, you know, and then do the whole hyper choke and puke voice. But you know, why are you panicking? You had a bad game. Marcus Smart got shot on. Who cares? I'd be panicking. Move on. <laughs> Move on. There you go. 877-867-1670. Hit us up again. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, feel free to go ahead and do so. Hey, our friends over at the Water Doctors, you don't, again, it's just another example of you don't know what you have until it's gone. Out of the state, I was in Indianapolis. I was in Florida. I was in Cincinnati. And when you're going to hotels, you're going to Airbnbs, and they don't have soft water, you know what that's like. You cannot wait to get home and just feel clean again. And I thank God every day for the Connecticut water softening system that I have in my house, whether it's just feeling clean or the laundry and such or the drinking water, the reverse osmosis drinking water. I don't have to buy bottled water. I love this stuff. There is absolutely positively nothing better out there than the Connecticut water softening system. Get hold of our buddy John Atley, H2, the letter O, doctors.com. H2, the letter O, doctors.com. And see for yourself what the water doctors uh, have to offer. Just give them a call. And they keep giving back to the community as well. Call John, 262 549 7733. They also donate to the Custom Canine Service Dog Academy, helping veterans for uh, service dogs. 262 549 7733. 262 262- 549-7733. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Good to have you back. If you are looking for a home, and many of you are this time of year, kind of saying, ah, maybe I need to need to downsize or upgrade, or maybe you're just looking to uh, reinvest. Whatever it happens to be, maybe the rental properties. Check out our friends uh, Mikey Whitcomb and the gang at Exit Realty, and he's the guy that stuck with me through, I think, 12 houses before I finally decided on this one, and it was uh, quite the process, to say the very least. But he was always there, always available, and a really good guy, very much a straight shooter, too, uh, and, and knows his stuff and a hell of a negotiator. 414-243-1976. 414-243-1976. He really, really works his ass off for you. If you have him as a realtor, you cannot go wrong. 414-243-1976. That's our buddy Mikey Whitcomb and the gang over there at Exit Realty. Get a hold of him again. Anywhere in the area, uh, 414-243-1976. Check it out. Uh, 877-867-1670 if you want to give us a, a shout. By all means, go ahead and do so. Uh, Brett says, so Ben is going to root for the Commanders now because Josh Harris is the new owner. Is that true, Ben? No, I've gone over this. I don't know if you were here or not or when I was with Grant. Uh, I I think Josh Harris is pathetic, for lack of a better term. He owns the Sixers. <laughs> he, is, he is completely he absent. He owns the Devils, which, fine. Uh, basketball, hockey, not direct. Like, the the Flyers aren't relevant enough to be big rivals with the Devils. But when you speak of, to me at least, when you are an owner of a sports team, like, uh, say, in Milwaukee, the, the Brewers mm-hmm. and the Bucks, to then go out and buy the rival of that city's football team, which is also the, the fabric of the city, and it's different right. in Wisconsin because Green Bay is not Milwaukee. But still, that's like if, if the Edens bought the, the Bears. And it's like how how right. can you in like how can you separate the two 
when the owner's out there parading around as a commander's guy. It's unbelievable. Right. He's pathetic. Yeah. Ben Kenny, not a fan. There you go. He is uh, not a fan of... of Plus, he did the whole Sam Hankey thing, which was a travesty. Yeah. He's uh, he's one of the owners that has franchises that are available for a toy. Not invested in the community. He's just invested in the team. And he knows that, you know, in three, five, seven, ten years, when he finally does turn around and sell those teams, he is going to be beyond a billion, billion, billionaire because of the value of those teams. So there you go. Um. <laughs> Tidbit says he agrees with you. Harden should go back to Vegas to refresh again. Uh, call uh, Carmen, Carmen Electra, Dennis Rodman. Uh, he said it works every time, by the way. She's still hot at age 51. I have not seen Carmen Electra lately. Is there a picture of her at age 51 that is still lighting the fire? I don't know. I think there's been some work done. Oh, I'm sure there has been. Also, isn't there something with Scottie Pippen's son, Dating Dennis Rodman's ex-wife or oh, something like that. Oh, my God. <laughs> that I don't know. Um, I'm sitting here looking at the recent images of Carmen Electra. Um, yeah, she's still, she's still got it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Michael Jordan's son is dating Scottie Pippen's ex. Oh, see, that's, that's probably not good. I think. Carmen, you're right. Carmen Electra has had some work done. Carmen Electra now in today's day and age. She she still looks good. No problem with Carmen Electra. Yeah. She still looks good. All right, there you go. Confirmation. Carmen Electra still still a hottie. Rock on. <laughs> pause. Hit pause for a minute. There you go. Uh this one's from Moonshot who says, uh, hey Bill, did you ever find a new service provider? I did not. I have not yet. I'm going to. I have been with a service provider for over 25 years. And here's the thing, and I wrote this, so if you, if you want to read about it, I, you can read about it over on the Facebook page. But I've been with a service provider for 25 years, and I've defended them when they sucked at times. And then they got it together, and they were better, and I've just been with them a long time, and they give me the best connection pretty much everywhere I travel. But I actually yesterday, I, I did one of those deals where I had to upgrade my phone before I left for Super Bowl because my phone had broke, and they didn't have a replacement phone for me, and I had to have one. I, had, I was like two days away from leaving town. So they said, well, we got this deal where if you get this phone, you get this pad for free. And I said, well, that's fine, but I don't want to buy another line for it because I don't want it to connect to my phone. They said, oh, yeah, no problem. So I get a bill yesterday for almost $1,100, and I call them. I said, what the hell is this? And they said, well, you bought that pad. And I said, well, they told me it was free. They said, yeah, it's free, but you got to have another line, which I specifically said I didn't want to do. So I said, well, then I'll just bring the pad back. I don't want it. You know, I don't really use it anyway. The only thing I use it for is watching TV at night when I'm on the road. And they said, well, you can't do it because you only had 30 days. I'm like, well, this is kind of convenient, isn't it? And they said, well, if you pay this bill, which is like 140 bucks, or 160 bucks, then we'll reinstitute the second line. You can keep the pad. You're only going to pay the second line for like 19 bucks a month. I said, okay, I guess I'll do that. So I don't like it. I'm not happy about it. I feel like I was lied to, but I paid it. 
So I see it go, and all my credit cards are connected to my phone. So my phone buzzes, and it says you've got 100 and whatever the hell it was, $78, I think is what it was, $178 charge, blah, 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 on your Capital One. And then my phone buzzes another, like, 10 seconds later. And I'm like, well, what the hell is, there's a $25 charge here. I'm like, what is this for? So the same company, they say, well, if you do, uh, you know, if you pay over the phone, we charge you a fee. $25 to, to first of all, told me you were going to charge me 25 bucks, and then $25 for using the phone and actually talking to a real person? So I, that was it. I said, I'm done. After all these years of defending you, you're, uh, you're, and then here's the other thing. The girl had no idea what the hell she was talking about. I was literally on hold for 27 minutes where I was listening to music. I just put it on speaker and sat here and did work. 27 minutes on hold because she couldn't figure it out. So I was kind of like, okay, I'm done. That, that, that was my turning moment in time. So now I'm on the, on the lookout for a phone, and I'm on the lookout for uh, Internet, for, uh, for a jetpack for Internet. So if anybody's got any good suggestions, let me know. Uh, 877-867-1670. If you want to give us a shout, do so. Uh, Jason says, 2020 Savage, four interceptions, 12 uh, pass defenses, 56 solo tackles, et cetera. He can be a good player. Uh, the the Savage restructure, uh, one like uh, Andy Herman of the Packet A podcast was on with us earlier, is kicking the, kicking the can down the road a little bit because you're trying to figure out ways to, to find some additional cap space because you know you're going to need a player or two throughout the season. So we all know that. Uh, in addition to that, you you also are on that wait and see with Darnell Savage because last year was not a good year for him. Uh, not only did he get a little nicked up, but he also got benched. And some were under the under maybe wink and a nod that there was something going on behind the scenes that maybe we either weren't privy to or something in his personal life. We I don't know. I couldn't tell you. There was no confirmation. It's only speculation. But one of the comments that was made was, well, you know, it's kind of understandable with everything that's going on. And you don't know if it was going on with the coaches. You don't know if it was going on in a personal life. You don't know if it was whatever it was. But there was something there that obviously he was not engaged early on in the season. And then when he finally did come back, played pretty well in the latter portion of the year, but too little too late. So now you wait and see with the uh, the restructure for Darnell Savage what he brings you this year. And you, you, you hope that he's the guy that was a couple of years ago that gives you a few picks and some pass defense and solo. T- and I think, honestly, I think they were using, using him erroneously, which would not surprise anybody via the Joe Barry defense if there was a guy that was being used out of, out of position. So uh, I, I would 100% agree with that. 877-867-1670, hit us up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Calderone Club in San Giorgio. If you are heading downtown, maybe to check out the Admirals postseason tomorrow night. If you're heading downtown for a concert, for an event, I know that uh, Disturbed is playing. they got uh, Hogfest and such going on at the Fiserv coming up on Thursday night. Whatever it may be, if you're looking for terrific Italian food or maybe a date night, just a night out, go get some good food, go get some good pizza. San Giorgio, the Pizzeria Napoletana, or Calderone Club, either place you can't go wrong, Old World 3rd Street, 838 Old World 3rd Street, downtown Milwaukee, right across the street from the Hyatt. Both places absolutely positively fantastic. Award-winning meatballs and pizzas and pastas. And Gino's such a great guy. Get yourself a glass of wine or pair it up with our guys from Point Brewing and Cider Boys that are down there as well. So don't forget Calderon Club and San Giorgio Pizzeria, Napoletana, both downtown Milwaukee. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. 
This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. We've got our golf tournament coming up, uh, golf outing coming up on this uh, Saturday up in Viroqua, Viroqua Hills. But if you're looking out back and you're thinking, man, it might not be a bad weekend in the mid-60s this weekend, uh, at least near Milwaukee, it's going to be a little bit warmer west of here. Uh, maybe it's time for an upgrade via the patio furniture, an umbrella, or something outside fire feature-wise. Uh, you know, a fire pit, whether it's gas or wood. How about indoors, you know, for the rainy days? You know, you want a new pool table, shuffleboard. Uh, you've got dartboards, table games, accessories, all about that is one place. One place. That's Master Z's in Brookville. And, and the one thing about Master Z's is, and every time I go in there, I run into somebody from out of the area. You know, I, I was in there, uh, I guess, about uh, a couple of days before I left for Indianapolis, which would have been a couple of weekends ago. And uh, there was a woman in there with her husband, and they were there uh, from Oostburg. They had come down from Oostburg because of the quality of selection and furniture that they had for their outdoor patio. And the best part about it is with Master Z's, see it today and have it tomorrow. That's kind of their motto because they've got a lot of stuff in stock. Get a hold of them, 262-746-5931 for in-store specials as well. 262-746-5931. As soon as the new studio upstairs is done, and God, it's taken forever. But as soon as it's done, uh, they've got some uh, some bar stools, some seats that are going to go in as well. Some of the seats that we have for the upstairs studio, once it's complete, are, are going to be from Master Z. So I'm looking forward to it. Uh, but God, it's just taking forever. Not Master Z's fault, but it's just taking forever to get the, the electronics people here. I'm not anybody that messes with electri- <clears throat> Excuse me, that messes with electricity. So there you go. Uh, 877-867-1670. David says, I get a kick out of the uh, Pappy Hoyle Sturgis commercial every time. Uh, yeah, if you follow us and watch the show on YouTube, uh, the it's Jesse James Dupree from the band Jackal and also from the uh, television show Full Throttle uh, who does the commercial. And I my, I didn't know they were doing that. He, he says, come out and see him and me, uh, which is kind of cool. But I didn't know they were doing that. And he sent that to me and said, hey, uh, if you want to run it in your show, because we will be doing our show from Sturgis on that early Monday and Tuesday of that week. So uh, I'm looking forward to it. But, <laughs> yeah, there's there's some uh, – it's not for TV, I'll tell you that. It's for definitely the Internet because there's a couple of shirts there that, uh, you know, have some terminology on there that we don't we can't use on the air. But, yeah, it's pretty good, pretty funny. Uh, by the way, the hoodie that uh, – was uh, being worn by Joel Embiid, Ben. Do you know how much it was worth? No, not off the top of my head. Uh, people are telling me 1300 bucks, which I find hard to believe. But 1300 bucks. I, I mean, I would believe it, but I just I can't believe anybody would pay 1300 bucks for a hoodie. You know, some of this stuff is, I, I would never do it. Um... But some people do, I guess, and people that have money can. But, like, Kristen has uh, a couple of purses, one by Christian Louboutin, and it's a hefty amount. 
I'm like, you don't have any money to put in the purse once you buy the purse. I mean, it's just forget it. Uh, but she's got uh, Christian Lou and whatever the VSL or LVS or whatever the hell that is. And I don't pay attention to any of that stuff. You know, I mean, I, I don't care. doesn't matter to me. I get my jeans at Buckle and every place else that I can find men's shops and stuff. But some people spend a ton of money on that stuff. But, yeah, they say his, his hoodie was worth 1300 bucks for a hoodie that's torn up. There you go. I figured you'd be sporting one today, Ben. Your Joe LMB torn up hoodie. Oh, uh, with what I make? <laughs> I'm well, at least you can, you, maybe you can make one. All you do is take a hoodie and cut a couple holes in it. I You're guess good to so. go. I guess you know? so. Yeah. 877 867 Kevin says, with the first, first month down, are the Brewers overachievers? Good question. Are they overachievers? I don't think so. I think some of the young guys surprised people about how good they were. There's a, a level of energy and enthusiasm there. Um, but I don't think, because their pitching was going to be such a staple to begin with, I, I don't think you can be an overachiever when you know your pitching is going to be good. We didn't. I'll tell you this. We didn't expect the bullpen to be that good. In the grand scheme of things, that I will say, didn't expect the bullpen to be that good. But, you know, overall, I mean, the batting averages, you know, uh, have come back down to earth. You know, Contreras still batting at 295, extremely solid. Um, when you start to look at some of the uh, some of the uh, the amounts of at bats, you know, Brian Anderson has come back down hitting 255. Brousseau, 220, or 240, uh, 224, excuse me. Garrett Mitchell, the center fielder, hitting 259. We knew these guys weren't going to be hitting over 300 the entire time. We knew that. You know, we knew Rowdy Telez was going to hit, you know, a, a large amount of home runs. No doubt about that. But we did not expect them to keep up that torrid pace, if you will. By the way, Ben, Christian Yelich. I'm not going to bash him because every time I do, he hits a home run. But I just want to point it out. He's still sitting at a whopping three. Leads the team in at-bats, three home runs. 34 strikeouts, which, by the way, the strikeouts have somewhat come down. He's not uh, he's not Kang as much as he was on pace. He had a bad week. He had a really bad week. Yeah. but uh, not trending he's, well. He's batting 223. A 656 OPS. He's one for his last 14. Yeah, 34 strikeouts, 13 walks, and still sitting squarely on three home runs. Jesse Winker, by the way, he's not giving you what you wanted. Batting 226, and Jesse Winker has not hit one ball out of the ballpark yet. Only 11, uh, 11 RBIs to show for it. 12 strikeouts, 6 walks, and an OPS of 616. So nothing to write home about right now. So maybe they – that's a great question. Are the Brewers – did the Brewers overachieve to start the season? And that's why I say, man, don't get too high because it can come crashing down in a heartbeat. And before you know – now, they're still hanging in there. But before you know it, you know, three weeks can 
turn a season around to the point where you're on top and then you're all of a sudden you're on the bottom. So, um, but they're still hanging around. They're still getting decent pitching. They're still, they got a pretty solid bullpen, which has been to me, I think maybe the bigger surprise because I did not think the young guys were going to continue that torrid pace of hitting. I didn't think you were going to keep guys up at 280 plus 325 area. And then, you know, just, just raking the way they were. It was exciting to watch. It was enjoyable to watch. But that's why I kept saying, just enjoy it. Just enjoy it. Because as soon as you get through the league one time and you start getting back to another team that you faced already and teams are getting book, books on the young guys, it'll all start to kind of even itself back out. And then these guys start to fall back to their baseball cards. And then it's up to them to figure out now how to hit what the adjustments have been to them. So now we'll see. So the month of May, end of maybe the second week of June, third week of June, that's where, if you want to call it the dog days of spring going into summer are, and that's where you're going to either make hay and stay in the chase or you're going to fall off dramatically. That's the reason, you know, when we talked about the show early on today, you got the Cardinals sitting at 10 games back. They can't afford to go much further back. The Cardinals get the 15 games back or something to that effect. The season's over. That's it, just too much of a hole to climb out of. That's that's more than a month, almost two months worth of games to climb out of. And you, you can't do that. That means you have to play incredible baseball from mid-July through the end of the season. Now, it doesn't mean it can't happen because a lot of things are possible. But it is it is such an incredible sprint to the finish line that you, you gas yourself by the time you get to the postseason. So just now we saw Washington. Washington won as a wild card. Washington won a World Series. That year they beat the Brewers. And they started off horrifically. So it can be done. It's not that it can't be, but it is so tough. You go down three, four, five more games. Oof. If you're the Cardinals, by the time you get to the mid-May point, man, you're you're not even thinking about anywhere, even sniffing first place until maybe the middle of August, beginning of September. Because you can play your way out of a, a chase in a heartbeat. 877-867-1670. Final segment of the Bill Michael Show. It's all coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. show continuing on glad to have you glad to have you uh let's get to it uh, while we got some time what did we miss ben kenny all right i saved this one uh because the story has actually developed since this was broken aaron wilson who uh covers the nfl for uh, a variety of outlets first reported on april 30th during the weekend that jack Cohn has been invited to a rookie minicamp with the Seattle Seahawks. And that was followed up by today, most significantly, him also being invited to a rookie minicamp with the New York Jets. <laughs> Look out. Zach Wilson not happy about that. Jack Cohn could take over as the backup to one Aaron Rodgers as Zach Wilson angrily stomps his feet and leaves Jets minicamp. Tim Boyle, guys guys yes. of that nature, just something to monitor. There you go. Maybe he starts. Who knows? <laughs> so we are uh, firmly 
monitoring the situation. Former Badger heading to New York and to Seattle for that matter, too. So there you go. Yeah, he was actually with the San Antonio Brahmas in the XFL. His job was taken by none other than Kurt Benkert, who then suffered a season-ending injury, handing Cone back the job. Weird musical chairs. Uh, This is from Shams. This is actually quite interesting. The Memphis Grizzlies have informed pending free agent Dylan Brooks that he will not be brought back under any circumstances. He was the mouth that ripped LeBron. And uh, he has not made himself. He's kind of made himself into a villain to the point where they don't even want the guy back. I mean, it's one thing to kind of piss off your opponent. It's another thing to alienate an entire franchise against you that you play for. So they have said, nah, baby, nah. He is not to return. Don't let the door slap your ass on the way out the door. I wonder what went on behind the scenes there. I'm sure it'll come oh, out at some man. point. I mean, he, he talked himself off the roster. Yeah. Like, if you're if you're Jimmy Butler and you could back it up by winning the team a game or two. Correct. Okay, take a shot at LeBron. It's fine. If you're if you're a role player, if you're Dylan Brooks, if you're Grayson Allen on the Bucks, and you enter a series being like, oh yeah, LeBron's old, he sucks. Right. Like you just talk yourself off the team. What an idiot. Yep. Uh, yep. Not he, to mention uh, after they lost, which is in my opinion one of the worst parts of it, he left the locker room before he could speak with the media. Didn't do any media yeah. after the game. Just fled. Yeah, you gotta. And he was that was called out on numerous outlets too. That oh, it's pathetic. You could talk all the talk, but the minute you took the controversy, you got you got a pair of lackless cojones that you cowered away. So yeah, I agree. I good. I agree. I would say he's on the hot seat, but it seems he has no seat at all. Uh, also on the hot seat is one Jonathan Gannon, new head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, former Eagles defensive coordinator who took shots at, at Philly media saying they wanted him fired, which was not true. He was talking about radio hosts, but right. I, I guess you can mix the words. He didn't do any media after the draft because he apparently was being tampered with by the Cardinals before the Super Bowl and was conducting interviews during a time when he wasn't allowed to. As a result, the, the Cardinals gave the Eagles a third-round pick swap, I believe. But he had, uh, people are unhappy, let's say, with... Uh, the actions of one Jonathan Gannon as well. Yes. And it's a, it's kind of a tough situation he that finds is, himself the in. The Cardinals were a team that was supposed to do great things, and Kyler Murray in his second year was going to be impressive, and it has done nothing but swirl the ball. And giving that jag, that contract, I hope he never amounts to anything for all the, the pissy, whiny-ass stuff that he did in getting his contract. I, I I root again. Now that J.J. Watt is gone, I root against the Cardinals every chance I get. So they have two first-round picks next year, their first-round pick and the Texans because of the trade during the draft. Yeah. They could have the number one and two pick in the draft, which would be incredible. Which I would hope they would take a different quarterback. Oh, Caleb Williams, your guy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Take a different quarterback. Take him and Marvin Harrison Jr. And there's your oh, franchise. That would pain me, though. That would pain me. I, I would love it. Uh, last one. Uh, on Hulu, there's a there's a news series, kind of like a, a Dateline type. I, I don't know what the origin is. But they have an episode out on the uh, chess cheating scandal, an impending $100 million <laughs> lawsuit uh, filed by one Hans Niemann. That is yet to be resolved. I got to find it. That's awesome. It's episode That's 24. Awesome. It's called Checkmate. Checkmate. I got to find it. Good play on words. I'm going to find it tonight. I might watch it tonight. There you have it. That'll do it. 
Uh, we'll be back at it again tomorrow on Home Day. Brewers back at it again tonight. Looking forward to that. Some baseball in our future. Some more work going on up in the studio tonight as well. So I'm looking forward to that. And until we talk again in about 20 hours, time for us to go. Have a good one. Boom. <laughs>